0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we go to the phone line. We welcome in now Mike Dettelier from WWL Radio out in New Orleans. The preview, Packers Saints, the big one tonight. Green Bay, three-point favorites at Lambeau Field. The total sitting there at 37.5. Mike, thanks so much for joining the show here on a Friday night. I know you're really busy. First question for you. um, I know we're going to get a lot of Ian Book tonight. Are we going to see Andy Dalton for the Saints?
1: No, not at all. What? They've made a decision that Booker's is going to get the vast majority of the snaps, if not all of them. He was El Succo last week. I mean, so for him, uh, it's a squat or get off the pot moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, listen, he's not going to get a lot, of more, lot more chances here. His guy is not the head coach anymore. Okay. Sean was the one who was a huge Ian Book fan, really was. And uh, Sean's not here anymore, and he's been erratic in practice. And last week, man, he missed some wide-open receivers, and he was high, a couple of fumbles, and, you know, it just was a bad night. So I think they're giving him every opportunity here to prove that it was a bad moment break out of it. Uh, but, uh, man, Dalton uh, was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, one drive, they went all the way downfield, scored. And so uh, now it's it's a book's opportunity now. Uh, but it's a makeshift offensive line. They've had injuries, and in, it's a cluster amount of injuries. And it's the biggest concern on this football team for me today. It's not about Jameis Winston. It's not about their running game. It's about the offensive line play. And now you're starting to get some injuries at both tackle and guard. So he'll be playing with some second and third teamers. Uh, Ryan Ramchak won't play tonight either. So, uh, again, uh, it's a big moment for Ian Book if if he wants to stay here in New Orleans.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting thing. What was interesting as well as I was reading about this preseason game is, you know, I think it might have been some non-credible source like Saintswire, said that Andy Dalton might actually play more than last week. So at, at one point or another, was that a possibility? And then they decided, okay, let's just give the reins to Book to see where he stands?
1: I don't know what, what Andy Dalton has to prove. Right. To me. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I, I know what Andy Dalton can do as a player. And I think he's a good backup quarterback uh, for this football team. And if I needed him, if something happened for a couple games, I think he's serviceable uh, to be in that starting role. But, you know, this is Jameis' team. What I want to find out is Ian Book. I can't grade him on that one game he played last year against the Dolphins when it was the COVID game when the Saints had over 20 players that couldn't play. You can't gauge him on that. They had no receivers, uh, you know, so – uh, it's a little bit different year and I, I never thought that Dalton would play more tonight. I thought it was, this is Ian book sort of moment uh, that he's got to prove it either that or I think the saints go looking. looking.
2: So let me ask you this then, because me and Ryan are both on the same side of this. Uh, we are on saints plus three and a half. Uh, obviously Jordan love has looked up and down. I am not a big Ian book fan. I've lost money. Um, really on the Ian Book train, thinking that maybe when they were spinning these narratives that he was a perfectionist, that maybe he would come out there and play a clean game, and he did not. So, um, what are your thoughts tonight on this game?
1: Um, I think it's a low scoring game. Both defenses, I, they're literally mirror images of one another. First and second team. I mean, they're littered with a lot of early round picks. Um, the Saints have redone their safety position, but this is the best cornerback core I've ever seen with the Saints, the very best, and their defensive line is pretty, pretty stout, and I could say the same thing about the Packers, exact same thing. Uh, I like the under in this game. I don't think there'll be a ton of points scored uh, by either team. I think what really got under the skin of Ryan Nielsen, the co-defensive coordinator with the Saints last week, was that Damian Pierce, the rookie running back from Florida, the Saints had them down every which way but loose, and a couple of book turnovers set it up, but they were able to run the football a little bit. I know that drives Nielsen up the wall because that's all he preaches to me about. we got to stop the run. I can manufacture a pass rush with the guys I have here but I need to stop the run first. And they, they placed a lot of emphasis on it. We saw during the week of practice uh, a very frustrated Aaron Rodgers, you know, and, and yeah. Jordan Love, too. Very frustrated with his receiving core. Yeah. And so when you piece that together, that seems to be an undergame for me.
0: Mike, there's two guys I got to ask you about because as you know, my favorite bet on the board was the Saints over 8 wins. Now that's obviously went up. I kind of I think they're live to win the division, man. I mean, look what they do against Tom Brady. Jameis just needs to stay healthy, and I'm looking at these quotes from Dennis Allen about Michael Thomas, and I saw he said that he saw the pre-injury Michael Thomas at practice. Jerry Rice just called yeah. him a threat, a playmaker. What is Mike Thomas looking like right now for those that are only seeing these clips on Twitter, these, you know, 10-second clips where he's running a route? What's he looking like right now?
1: I've seen every practice. He looks like the 2019 Michael Thomas. I mean, I couldn't tell the difference. He's dominating in practice. Uh, we had some uh, one-on-one drills, and he's going up against Marshawn Lattimore. And I think maybe the most improved player from a year ago, Paulson Depot. what though was a good player a year ago, and he has notched it up. And he beat him three straight times, touchdowns. And you like, wow. <laughs> uh, can't guard Mike is bat. And you can see it and you team him up with a Jarvis Landry in the slot. And Jarvis is a really good football player. And Chris Olave, who gives you the speed element. and We know that's a big part of Jameis's game of getting the, he wants to press the envelope and throw the ball deep downfield. Olave loves the chalk man running down the sidelines. And you throw in Taysom Hill, who is the X-factor here as that flex tight end and the real possibility of Alvin Kamara playing 17 games and no suspension in 2022. Not only is he a great runner, but he's a terrific receiver coming out of the backfield. That, he got some weapons now. Yeah. You've got some weapons, but Mike looks fantastic. Man, I'm super he excited. The MVP. Yeah. Wow. MVP.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm Jack, man. The, I mean, the last time he was fully healthy, 2019, he had he had over 140 grabs. The other guy I wanted to ask you about was on the defensive side of the ball. New addition, the Honey Badger. You know, I know he's now what? He's 30 years old. We treat the guy like he's 33, 34. He's only 30 years old. How are they going to use him on the defensive side of the ball? Because I feel like you could kind of line him up really anywhere, and they're so stacked already in the secondary. At least, in, uh, and that's the way I feel.
1: Yeah, and and he's talked about it. I like to move around. You know, the Honey Badger. He's done that since I saw him in high school and he went, did it at LSU and they're going to maneuver him around. He's going to play in the slot. He's going to play over the top. He's going to play like a linebacker. I mean, you can move him a lot of different ways. He is maybe the most instinctive football player that I've ever covered. I mean, he gets it. He can break down a place so quickly. The only other guy I would put ahead of him was Ed Reed. Ed could tell a route. By the way, the guy would put his hands on his hips, on his legs. And so uh, Matthew is right there with Ed Reed as far as being an instinctive football player. He's a great fit here. He takes over that leadership in the back. uh, And he's a playmaker with the ball in flight. That's his greatest attribute, his ability to find the football so quickly in flight and team him up with Marcus May, uh, who I think is having a really good camp also, Paulson Adebo, Marshawn Lattimore, and C.D. Deuce, Chauncey going to johnson Yeah. Uh, and they got something there. And that front unit, if Marcus Davenport, and I think he is the other big key here, if he can stay healthy, I think he may arguably be the best football player on this team.
2: Wow.
0: That's high praise right there. That
2: is very high praise. Another player that um, I'm curious about is Jarvis Landry. How has he looked?
1: Jarvis is great. You know, uh, I go back. My cousin, Tim, was his high school coach at Lutcher High School. (laughs) So we go back. I, I saw him back in the eighth grade. And Tim coached 32 years, won four or five state championships. And he was like, hey, I got a guy here that I think may be the best football player I've ever coached. I said, uh, what eligibility is? He said, he'll be a freshman next year. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay, I got it. Um, And so, you know, he is always been a guy, terrific route runner, uh, great hands, and he's so physical downfield with a defender. And the other part about him is he's not fast. I mean, you know, put him on the, on the track. He's not going to run fast, but put a helmet on him. He's fast enough. And he gets away from people because he is so physical after the reception. Mm. And we all know these defensive backs today. It's sort of Matsu Matsu by tackling in the open field. Yeah, You get Jarvis one-on-one downfield. He's a threat and he's a bit of a jumper cable guy to me, a guy that can, Make a big play and it's like, you know, you put the jumper cables on the battery. He gives you that excitement. And so him and Thomas and Olave and Taysom, um, it's been a, it's been a while. We always used to say this, Drew Brees used to make receivers look good. I think this year it might be, uh, how do you say that? Versus yeah. It might be the receivers that look, make Jameis look a little bit better. I mean, you they got some talent here yeah. at, at receiver and that, I couldn't have said that one time last year. Right.
0: Mike, we only got about 60 seconds. Is there any reason to bet anybody other than Alabama to win the SEC this year? I mean, I know Georgia last year, but I mean, Alabama brings pretty much everybody back. Nick Saban keeps calling this a rebuild, or last year, a rebuild season. They played for a national title. Who who at least gives Bama their best shot in the SEC on either side? There
1: is no one. There is no one. A&M's not going to do it. Uh, LSU's not going to do it. Um, you know, so I think they get through it, and they are a really talented football team. For one of the best defenders, uh, you know, I've got it for thirty-four years. Yeah, Will Anderson, he he's in that upper core of it. But going to show how Nick refuses to accept second place. He has got the second place title in a case inside the cafeteria. Oh, and every time those players pass to get something to eat. He's got a little sign on it. Is this what we're pay, playing for? Really? I've never heard that. That's is a... this what we're playing for? He got a second place trophy, and it's sitting in that in that trophy case. Man. And Nick's like, hey, uh, we don't accept second place. No, I think they rolled through in the SEC.
0: I can't wait to watch him and Jimbo go at it, man, especially after this offseason, just watching those press conferences. It's going to be great. Mike, enjoy the game tonight. We really appreciate you giving us a couple minutes tonight. This is awesome.
1: All right, y'all take care. Thank you.
0: Mike Dettelier, you can catch him weekdays, WWL Radio out in New Orleans. Excuse me. Uh, I love that guy.
2: Wow. That was, that's what you want. That's what you want.
0: I used to do a student radio show, sports talk show, you know, and so I would always email like Bob Costas and like, you know, um, Ahmad Rashad and they would never get back to you. And I got lucky one time and I I got a hold of Mike. And I was like, because he's a scout, you know, and he puts out this draft book. And it's right up, you know, he's got like every player in college football scouted, even dudes that are going to go in the seventh, eighth round. It was
2: ridiculous.
0: Like, and he, he, he's seen everybody play, especially in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. And so he actually agreed to come on and he sent me a free draft guide. I was like 16, 17. So I'm just. This
2: is an un- I mean, it was an unreal. I go I on I his radio
0: show. It's didn't awesome. know
2: him, at, did not know him at all. Ryan said he was good. Ryan obviously has extremely high standards with people talking about football. Yeah, my lord, was I hate that? everybody
0: except him. Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm, it's kidding. I'm kidding. It's I'm kidding. true. It's true. For I'm Ryan
2: kidding. to like you, it's a it is a treat. It's a it's, you gotta you gotta work for it. You
0: know what I mean? Don't yeah, he's tell great. Him,
2: don't tell him he's not going to dunk on you now, or you might end
0: up in the dunk house. I like, I like storytellers, and he's a, he's like the Jimmy Patsos of yeah, football right he's there. he's great.
2: He's great. Except, I mean,
0: except he doesn't take you down, like, the hole. Where, you know, right. Where, you know, no,
2: he's not. Jarvis he Landry,
0: I knew his uncle, you know, Mike Landry.
2: But he doesn't give you things that are irrelevant to the question that no. you're asking. You know what I mean? He stays on, on topic with. You know how I feel very high on the Saints right now. Yeah,
0: Right. And yeah. Marcus Davenport being the yeah. best player on the team. Wow. And you add the honey badger to the defensive side of the ball. That's that's what I've been saying, though. I mean, eight wins was the win total when it was released. Um, and it continues to go up. I, I think they're live to win that division. We don't even know where the hell Tom Brady is right now. Where is Tom Brady?
2: You know what? Some people think he's on the Mask Singer.
0: Oh, he might be.
2: Because they said it's an undefined timeline.